been a very crazy week, especially with the stimulus check and everything else that's been going on lately. I agree 100%. It's been nuts. It's been nuts. And actually, I've been I've been uh, diving into it a little bit um, just because I was curious to see, you know, exactly what's going on with this money because um, as of right now, um, we're recording this on December 23rd, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest update is at... 2.20 p.m., by the way. <laughs> 2.20 p.m. Central Standard Time. The latest update is that Every American making under $75,000 or $150,000 as uh, a whole um, a whole, a whole uh, household or two, two couples are going to be receiving $600 um, per person and then uh, $600 per dependent. Um, Was it $600 per, per dependent? Yeah, $600 for dependent and $600 per person. So if you have two kids, you'll be receiving $1,200. Damn. Yeah. So... Imagine having 20 kids. <laughs> some pe- uh, some people did it right. It's, it's a payday for sure. Um, but other than that, um, you know, stimulus package in itself, is, it's very serious because it, there's a lot of Americans being affected and, and a lot of people hurt uh, for the past, what is it, nine, ten months now? Just about since the last one. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I did a little digging um, in regards to what the current bill was. Uh, and we'll be talking about like what what Trump said and and all of that too. So the a lot of people don't know the Danny, but the full the full bill in itself was not only nine hundred billion dollars. The nine hundred billion dollars was specifically for the st- stimulus package. So everything from uh, small businesses to the vaccine to uh, the the checks and all of that. But the total bill was two point three trillion dollars. Right. God. Damn. Two point three Imagine being the government messing <laughs> up and then someone just woke up with two point three trillion dollars in their bank account. Two two point three <laughs> Like I, I wonder like one person how serious that would be. One yeah, that's that's all types of messed up. That's all types of messed up. Um like, but like, hold uh, up. let me buy Africa really quickly right now. <laughs> um So let me let me give you some facts in regards to this two point this 2.3 trillion overall package, right? And where this money is going to. Right, right. So I have this article up from iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. And there's a lot of money going out to foreign countries. I want to say that again. There's a lot of money going out to foreign countries. And I'm going to list a few that are uh, in particular to me, uh, kind of like just stand out, right? The first like one that. is there's $198 million going to Bangladesh in support of the Burmese refugees. Personally, I'm not sure if you're familiar, Danny. I don't know anything about what's going on over there, so I'm not sure if that's good money or bad not money. Not a clue. But it's always good money. It's always good money. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it, right? If it keeps their ratings up and they get reelected, it's good money to them. Always good money. That's true. That's true. Um, other than that, there's $130 million going to Nepal for development and democracy programs. So $130 million going to Nepal for development and democracy programs. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what the hell that means. But th- these are numbers that are real and that are on the, uh, the uh, two, that are a part of the $2.3 trillion package that aren't going to Americans that need it the most. 
I want to rephrase that because you never know what's happening down there. They could be, they could be in serious deep water right now, and all they would need is like a couple million dollars, and they'd be good to go. I I uh, highly doubt that a, a bit a country like uh, Nepal. But I am biased because I am American, so I would have preferred to keep the money. But right, yeah, got to spread the love with that money. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but uh, other than that, we have. And this is very general terms. Four hundred and fifty-three, again, four hundred and fifty-three million dollars. Damn. Going Emphasize to Ukraine. A million. It, going to Ukraine, and the the terms of it is assistance in Ukraine. So we don't even know what that money is going in for. Right? Is it for education? Is it for is it for uh, war efforts? Is it for military? Is it for tax season? Is it, is it is it to cover taxes? I don't know what the hell it's about, but that, these are again numbers that are not coming to American uh, citizens. Um, and then finally, we have a uh, five hundred and six million dollars going to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. To address key factors in regards to undocumented, undocumented uh, uh, immigration to the United States, trying to benefit that. So, with with all of this, just on top of my head, again, I'm not I'm not adding any of this up. This is that's over a uh, billion dollars worth of uh, cash flow that is not going to um, U.S. citizens. I just want to say one thing. If we mentioned a place in this world that uh, money is going to and you live there, go ahead and follow us on our Instagram and let us know at Generation Motivation Podcast. Please do. Please please do because I do want to kind of leave a disclaimer here that we are not experts. We we are not experts. We are going off of what is public information to the American people and to uh, people all over the world. And I have not heard or seen these numbers around Twitter or social media. All I've been seeing is people surrounding the $600 direct payments. Um, and most of the, the press has been surrounded on that. And let me know if, you, if you've heard differently too, Danny. And on top of all that, you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter so you can do the exact same thing. You can make fun of us for getting everything incorrect or you can... <laughs> Follow us because we got everything correctly. Still not sure yet because it, nothing has been fully approved. Not yet, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that brings me uh, to my next point where uh, I believe it was yesterday where uh, President Trump said that um, he would be vetoing the stimulus package because he wants the direct deposits to be increased from 600 to $2,000 per American citizen under the same conditions. So the $75,000 um, uh, per person. So if you're making under $75,000 yearly, you would be qualified for that. So that's a... Wait. Go ahead. Go ahead, Day. Okay, I was going to say, which I fully respect about that. Someone clearly wants to get reelected after four years. <laughs> Definitely gonna uh, have to do some background reading into that before I ever think about doing that one. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, but other other than that, um, there's been some some uh, crazy news on on Twitter actually because right now, um, S- Speaker 
of the House, Nancy Pelosi, said that she is all for it, and she's tweeted to, uh, let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's get people $2,000. Um, her, her, um, one of her colleagues, Chuck Schumer, has also Ooh. tweeted, like, let's do it. $2,000, that's what we want. So the final piece of this puzzle, I believe, and again, like Danny's been saying, let us know on social media if we got this wrong, but I believe the final piece of this puzzle is um, uh, Mitch McConnell in the GOP. Um, that's uh, the majority leader in the Senate. So I believe once, we're, once we get him to approve, this may actually go through. This may actually go through. And again, this is recorded on December 23rd. 2020 so um things might be different things information might change or uh, vice versa also i just want to bring up one more thing uh if you haven't done any of the math behind everything that's happening right now the 900 billion that are quote-unquote going towards the stimulus package Mm -hmm. and as of right now if we are only receiving 600 per family uh household let's just say so there's about 300 30 million people in the United States. Clearly not all of them are going to get a $600 check, but let's just assume all of them will get a $600 check. Okay. If you do the math behind that, you're looking at $198 billion. That's off the top of my head. I do claim I'm good at math, but that could be incorrect. (laughs) I do want to say that's about 20% of that entire stimulus check. Now, if you guys think you know where the rest of the money is coming from or where the rest of the money is going to go to. Like you want to mention, there's some that he mentioned. If you guys know where the rest is going to, feel free to leave a comment on our Instagram, on our Twitter, just to let us know. Yeah. Keep us updated because we're not the smartest people in the world and we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least get as much knowledge as possible on this. Um, because we are, we are, we, I think, I believe we do consider ourselves true patriots. Um, and with that, we do want to see every single person in this country uh, treated fairly and, and be prioritized yes, yes, over sir. anyone else. Yes, sir. Um, awesome. Cool, cool. I mean, uh, we, went, we went on tangent with that, but we wanted to keep up with some relevant, relevant news and, and, and big topics that have been going around. Uh, Danny, what do you think? Any more, uh, any more, any more things talk? you want to cover any, on the, the any more stimulus, stimulus package? Talk? All I want to say is I know that I'm probably not going to receive a stimulus check. However, if someone important is listening to this and can make things happen, please send one my way. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, okay. Um, all right, so um, off that tangent, off that tangent, Danny, let's dive straight into uh, the topic in hand. All right, so just to kind of recap on what we do here. With Generation Motivation, the podcast. Every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, please expect an episode from us. And on that, ep- each episode is going to have an underlining topic that we're going to be diving into to help people either motivate themselves, get better, push to that next step, increase pr- productivity. And uh, with today's topic, uh, we're going to be speaking about all things revolving insecurity. I do want to mention one more thing before we uh, continue. He forgot to mention overall happiness is another thing we'll be kind of teaching over here. 
Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where we do want this to be a safe place for you where you can vent, be honest, give us feedback. We'll give you feedback. And if you submit questions to us, please understand that before you submit a question or a comment, that we will be raw and to the point. And the reason we do that is because we don't want to BS or we don't want to spread any kind of fluff. We just want to give you exactly what we're thinking and what we're feeling to help you. Yeah, so this is going to be some uncensored stuff in the commentary box, just letting you know. Because in a month or two, there's going to be a new platform we'll be using, and I will definitely want people to go on it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so Danny, did you want to start us off with insecurities or... So insecurities, it's a, it's definitely a deep topic that has a lot of uh, meaning yeah. behind it. But the definition we're sort of going to focus on is uncertainty or anxiety about mm-hmm. oneself, having that lack of confidence, that lack of motivation to move on. Yeah. And I do want to mention right now the types of insecurities because there are a lot out there. If you've ever Googled it or you've ever talked to anybody who has certain types of insecurities, there is a lot out there. And the two that we're going to focus on, which we believe strongly can affect someone's motivation to do better, is social anxiety disorder and separation anxiety. Yep, 100%. And actually, um, funny enough that we brought up like the stimulus package and COVID and all of that, but with COVID being here and, and a lot of people staying at home and, and not having that uh, social interaction, I would, I, I would bet even increases that per those two categories, social anxiety disorder and separation anxiety, a lot more is amplified. Um, mm, for sure. So, so with this, I guess to kind of start it off, right, where it's only fair if we go over some of uh, possibly our insecurities on how we can overcame them. Yes, and then sir. hopefully that, these stories resemble with some people or that are listening and, and help them out as much as it can. And I just want to mention right now, I've been Yonin's friend for a very long time and I have not heard <laughs> this story, which is why I'm more than happy to put Yonin on the spot and have him talk about his story first. So why don't you go ahead and talk about your story, <laughs> sir? Okay, I'll start us off. No problem at all. So actually, back in high school, um, this was a while ago as well, back in high school, I used to weigh around, I, at senior year, I graduated, um, I believe it was around 110 or 115 pounds, sitting at five, five foot seven, right? Senior year. I just want you to know this right now, that an average basketball player leg weighs more <laughs> than that. So five, seven, 110, 120 pounds, let's call it 115. Right. And then I'll post some pictures on, That's nice. you know what? I'll post some pictures on, um, <laughs> on our Instagram. So check it out. Uh, if you're curious to, to see, to see uh, how, how it looked, but I was so insecure about everything. Um, everything in regards to my weight, uh, the clothes I was wearing, um, it had to be two, two sizes larger. It had to be. Oh, so you walked around wearing Extremely baggy clothes? Extremely baggy clothes. Extremely baggy clothes. And I remember I bought a, uh, a tight, a little, one, of those, one of those polos that surround your arm to make your arm look bigger. Two sizes bigger. <laughs> <laughs> did you put some socks in there? No, no, I, I did not because the socks would not help. I was, 110, I was 115 pounds. 
there's no amount of socks that could help me look bigger at that moment of my life. So I just want to know one thing. To that point, did you have an eating disorder or were you just like, I'm not going to no, eat anything? I, I, I honestly, I, my, I would not be hungry. I would not be hungry. And, and I don't know why. It's not, and I, it's not that I was forcing myself to lose weight or I was doing anything voluntary to lose the weight or not gain the weight. It's just I wouldn't, my metabolism with yours is so high or I just wouldn't eat. I'm not sure. Again, I don't remember too much about my, my lifestyle and the nitty gritty, but. I'll tell you this much. I was not focused on on gaining the weight until um, this story happened. So senior year happens. And uh, again, if uh, for most people that don't know, uh, we're from Illinois, Chicago uh, area. And during the fall, wintertime, it gets extremely uh, cold and windy. Uh, we are called the wind. I can second yeah, it's that. It's called the Windy City for a reason. And one day after school... 3.30, 4 o'clock, walking out with my with a group of friends that I always walk out with. Um, and there's a strong breeze. And there was this girl I was speaking with. You know, we were close friends. And a wind breeze hits. And I can't... And the wind breeze pushes me back. <laughs> so the, the, the wind breeze... I want, I want everyone to understand this. The wind breeze pushes me back and i cannot walk physically i cannot walk because there's a wind breeze pushing me as this girl next to me is walking as if it's a nice summer night and uh of course uh i played it off as a joke right oh of course like a moonwalk that was easy (laughs) that was an easy moonwalk at least you can look back and laugh. The, well, the reason why I could look back and laugh is because at, at that moment, I, I, I chose to never feel that again, that insecurity. To never, ever feel that, that way again about my weight. Um, so I started working out. Um, I graduated high school around uh, a buck 20, 120 pounds. And then throughout college, um, I was eating anything that I can, anything, whatever my mom cooked. Damn. Whatever I would go if my mom didn't cook that day, I would go to my aunt's house and eat. If my aunt didn't cook that day, I'm eating. I'm eating something that uh, I'm picking up real quick. Um, and all you can eat pizza place would be a good eat choice. Pizza place it would be a, was a fantastic choice. And uh, from that point, I started working out. And then around two years later, I ended up being uh, 155, 160 pounds at about I believe it was five and a half. Uh, let's call it seven percent body fat. Um, but I had a huge gain cause I didn't have no fat on my, <laughs> on my body. So it was, it was a lot, it was a lot easier for me. I like that. I like that. So he was that shredded piece of chicken. Nobody wanted to and eat. And then at that point I met my, my girlfriend turned to my fiance, turned to my wife. And now we're here with generation motivation. Now that is my biggest insecurity. Uh, I think we should do a little more connection. They're probably wondering who the hell Daniel yep. is. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you finish out that story yep. there. So, uh, actually, Daniel is my wife's first cousin, um, and we actually met through her. Believe it or not, you <laughs> <laughs> just said believe. Um, and then from there, you know, we we just kind of spoke about you know. It was start. It was a gradual, like, "Hey, what's up? What's what's going on?" kind of thing, and then 
moving forward, we kind of spoke and spoke and spoke and and we're here making a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if my story is as entertaining as Yonin's because mine is borderline um, insecurity. and uh, Well, let's hear it. It cuts deeper than a knife. So when I was about 12 years old, I was uh, going into seventh grade, and I was like, okay, all right. I feel like one of the dumbest, not very educated kids in the world. And you're probably wondering, how can a guy who sounds so dignified, so smart, think that way about himself? Well, believe it or not, I was actually a pretty stupid kid when I was younger. Like, I'm talking about if I was reading, I would have to take a break between every word just to pronounce it correctly. And one day, I was put on the spot in class where I had to read a book. This book, I think it was Fahrenheit 451. I honestly can't remember the book. Right. But Salzo was reading. Salzo was Wait, reading Daniel, let me, let me ask you the thing. Do you have any type of reading disorder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, reading like disorder. dyslexia? Or? Reading disorder? Um, I do sometimes mess up my Ds okay. and Bs. But nothing serious? When I'm writing? Like, nothing okay. too crazy where I'm like... Like, if I'm looking at a word, I can read it now because I just kept okay. practicing. But, like, before, I would look at the word osium and think it was, like, opioid or something. Like, I just had this habit as a kid where I wouldn't finish reading the word. I'd get halfway and just make up right. the other half. So, here we are reading in class. I'm reading in class. My teacher uh, pulls me to the side and says, yeah, so, um, do you have a problem reading? And I looked at her. I'm like, a little bit. And then... From there on, I never had to read in class. So if you ever don't want to read in class, there, there's your key. But I honestly don't want someone to do that because it makes me feel yeah. dumber. <clears throat> but so, so, so on and so forth. Get into high school, freshman year. And by then, I've probably read a couple of books, read a crap ton of articles. Me learning new words, new ways to pronounce words. I just learned how to read overall Wait, so, so in a much better. So what made better. you do that research, though? So what pushed you to actually better yourself? When the entire classroom of kids were laughing at me as I was reading it, I did not know what was wrong. Yeah. I didn't know what was wrong. Like, now I laugh about it because I went back and I'm like, okay, so these are basically the words I'm reading right here. How does someone mess that up? And the thing is, a lot of adults who have immigrated into this country also have problems reading. They also have a problem with right, grammar. It's not their first language. And, and now, yeah, definitely right. not. And the reason why I do is because I've been told multiple times that I talk way too quickly and I need to slow it. it down. Like a lot. Like, you know, it's probably even thinking, God damn, he needs to slow it no, down. No, no, I think, I think you're doing but, well. <clears throat> but yeah, so when I'll talk really quick and then I'll stutter right. a word and then I instantly correct it. And then it's like, wait, did I just stutter? And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> but yeah, and then... The worst part about all of that is when I walked into high school, I it was like no one from my old school went to high school. So it's like, okay, I can't mess this oh, up. So or you're like a new, you have a new persona now. I'm like, I'm new. Like nobody knows who I am. I could be Batman <laughs> for all they know. I could be Robin in that. I could be Aquaman. I could be that guy who just transferred because all he killed dream, somebody. That's all it's about. Like I could pretend I'd be like, yeah, I'm a professional basketball player. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I meant my dad's a professional <laughs> basketball player, but you know, I'm going to be one when I grow up. No. So I walk into class. First thing I do, sit down. 
pull out my article. It's history class. I start reading that thing, and I'm reading it perfectly. I get to the very last word, and I will never forget this world. This world. See? See what I mean when I talk too mm-hmm. fast? I'm never going to forget this word. The last word was a branch. Okay. I can definitely say I did not say branch. <laughs> what would you mistake branch for, though? <laughs> I said ranch. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, it was the first class. I woke up, didn't eat anything. Uh, back then, I was like 100 and something pounds lighter. And believe it or not, I could run like I could run. Like I could run. I could jog. I can breathe. So I missed my first bus. So I'm over here running towards this bus. I'm like, come on, come on. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. And I finally catch up to my bus. But I don't catch up into, catch up to that bus until my next bus. Got it. And so when I'm there on my next bus, I'm sitting down. I'm like, all right, I'm already tired. I'm hungry. I walk into school. No one takes the school's breakfast because, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not something you eat. It's right. bad. So I sit down in my first class. We're reading. It's about, like, the three branches of the government and so on and so forth. I sit down. Last word. I'm reading to the class, and I say ranch. <laughs> Let's just say for, uh, for the first two weeks, people were bringing me ranch. Oh, and I didn't like, I'm not like a pushover. Like, I'm like, you give me a bottle of ranch, I'm going to take that bit. I'm going to take it, go home right. and eat it with some fries, with some celery sticks, some take carrots. Advantage of it. I'm taking advantage of it. They just gave me like a $3 <laughs> bottle of ranch for free. <laughs> Dude, please keep doing it. I should have said Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce. <laughs> that would have been, mm. but yeah. Definitely gonna improve on my own reading okay. skills. Is that okay, something okay. you're still doing now? Yeah, so uh, as of right now, I'm only reading about three to four books a year, and I want to okay. change that. I want to start reading 12 books a year. Next year, 24. After that, 48. And I'm talking about compounding interest because that baby's gonna fly until I get to 189 That's books awesome, a man. year. Yeah, set those goals for yourself. Yes, sir. Um, that's one of those things too where where setting goals actually helps with so much more with just insecurities oh tremendously yeah because once you could actually see something that's tangible that you could have is is beyond like any type of consultation you could get or anything outside of what you can do for yourself where even if it if it's a simple goal as you know myself saying hey i'm 120 pounds I want to gain two pounds by the end of the month. If I do it. Fun fact, fun fact. If you had one Twinkie every hour of a week, you would have gained two pounds. That is an absolutely fun fact. But um, the, the goals aspect of that is completing that two pounds in my head pushes me to say, holy crap. I, had, I set a goal for myself and I did it. So what's stopping me from upping that goal or making it better or increasing it or, or, or doing something uh, beyond what I think my limits are? So uh, setting goals is, is especially a, a very strong suit. But I did want to kind of uh, dive into some insecurities because I – and let me know what you think, Danny. But I believe insecurities are some of the most damaging things for people to not – I mean, I honestly believe it's PTSD, but yeah, we can go with insecurities yeah, I mean, on this one. Well, I mean, they're, they're different underlying right subjects, but insecurities in themselves, I, there was this quote once where 
the richest place in the world is because is let me let me rephrase that the richest place in the world is the graveyard because most ideas die in the graveyard with the person because people did not pursue them i like that and um there could be multiple reasons why they didn't pursue them but i personally i believe that a huge part of it was being insecure that there's a fear that you might either fail or people might not respect it or you're scared of the results right so um that that quote has stuck with me for some time now just because i i never really thought about it because i wonder how many billion dollar ideas are in the grave right now right that could that could have maybe even improved this podcast or our life or whatever it may be that somebody might have thought oh you know what? i'll stimulus check i'll worry about it next time next time next time or i'm scared of it or whatever it may be right what do you think about that i also do want to bring up one thing recent failures are a very common way that someone gets that someone loses their motivation and i'm talking about you're out there you're going out for a job and you don't get it your first initial thought shouldn't be okay this clearly isn't the job for me i shouldn't try again what you should try to do is try to improve on that and what do i mean by improve on that i'm talking about all right go up to that guy who said no because clearly he's crazy for not accepting you and then ask him why do you say no most employers actually do let you know why they said no that's the fun part some of them are you know predetermined so they don't say anything but in most cases they will let you know you take that home you improve on it next time someone's hiring for the exact same position not even the exact same position just a similar position you can go in there and be like hey these are what i want to bring this is what i'm going to bring to the table do you want it yes or no if not i'm out i'm going to the next person and you just keep building on right because recent failures mess with your self-esteem and self-esteem is one of the biggest things in here that you have to think about. If you let your self-esteem drop to a certain point, it's going to be very difficult for you to bounce right. back. Right. You always, always have to be confident in yourself, no matter how you're feeling. Um, but Danny brought up a great point because if you really want something, there's not only one way to get to it. There are thousands or in some cases, millions of ways to get to your goal. And don't take those doors. You make your yeah. own doors. Um, and not every path is the same. Where, uh, to kind of piggyback off of Danny's um, uh, career applying and, and all of that, where, you know, if, if you do get a no, there was a company where I applied for where I got a no uh, four times. And I got this, I got, and every single time I would email them like, oh, crap, like, I really want this. I really want this position. Like, it's, I believe in the product and, and I really want to do this. And uh, they would give me feedback. They would give me, they would say no or the can- which candidate had better qualities or whatever the case scenario was. So four years later, um, that same chain that I was kind of replying back to, back to, back to, back to, uh, going back and forth with them, they got back to me when I was in a position that I really loved, said, hey, we want to interview you one more time. Um, we found a perfect position for you, and uh, we think that you would be great. And this company that I really loved, uh, unfortunately – I denied it, but my persistence in wanting it um, and really, really pushing for it paid off in, in the long term as well. Um, now, if I was not in that position that I enjoyed at that moment, I would have absolutely taken that interview 
and absolutely um, took an offer if they would have offered it to me. So persistence is, is one of those things where um, once you have a strong image of yourself, because a huge insecurity within that would be a negative self-image, where if you don't see yourself in a certain light or if you don't uh, pertain to your goals or, or grow or want to grow within yourself, you're really hurting yourself and you're really cutting yourself short. All right. I definitely also want to add onto what Yona was saying is knowing when you are insecure about a topic and knowing what you should do next. Because being insecure about something isn't something you should be embarrassed about. Right. It's definitely not something you should embrace. Like go up to people and be like, hey, I'm insecure about this. No, you can definitely keep it to yourself. But I'm talking about finding that insecurity, figuring out what caused it and trying to find out a way to, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to let my insecurity get in the way of that. And that right there would be how Yonin ended up finding his uh, little dream position, which led to him not wanting to take that one uh, that one guy's uh, offer. You need, you need to start using names because I don't know any of these people. <laughs> it's okay. You can yeah. tell me later. But yeah. Awesome. Definitely. You need to figure out what your insecurity is, whether you have one or not. I mean, some people just don't have insecurities. They're just holding themselves back without even knowing right. why. Right. Like, if there's a test that you're studying for and you're like, okay, I'm too stupid for this, chances are you're not. You just don't want right. to study. Or it's not something... Like you can definitely yeah, or it's do not it. something you're truly passionate about. Like, don't get me wrong. I've taken multiple tests and almost all of them I have not wanted to do anything for because I don't care about any right. of them. But then, but then again, it's like, okay... I have a certain expectation for myself. People have expectations for me. Let me just meet them, see what happens in the future, and I don't know, like roll some yeah. dice. No. And I'm not talking about becoming a gambler. Guys, don't do, <laughs> yeah, that. do that. Yeah, gambling is a horrible addiction. Um, now, we spoke, about, we spoke about types of insecurities and, and our side of how we were insecure at one point in our life. And, and there's still some things I'm insecure about, and I would imagine Danny's insecure about right now that we're trying to overcome. As you could hear throughout this yeah. podcast. Um, but I do want to um, address how and some of the best ways to kind of overcome these insecurities as well, no matter what it is, right? Whether it's having um, acne or some scarage on your face or uh, whether it's your teeth, uh, body hair, or not feeling like you're worthy, right? Some of these common ones. Um. I do want to, Danny. I do want to kind of touch on, you know, some of some of these ways to like grow and and find yourself, and not worry too much about the insecurity, and kind of uh, understand how to get past it or better improve it. Then none, none the least. Okay, so yeah. Um, I'll start us off. One of the one of the f the first things that I would say is, like you mentioned, Danny, is understand that you have an insecurity again if you have an insecurity so for instance if it's um and one of those ways that i would actually find out if you do have an insecurity is if at any point in your life if you wanted to do something right whether it's start a podcast start a youtube channel make a tiktok social media what apply for a job whatever it may be if there was a point of doubt or a point that you said no I can't do this. Or wait a second. What if this? Or what if that? 
you have an insecurity. Again, if you wanted to do something and you said no, or if you said what if, or how about this, or second thoughts on why you should not do it, you have an insecurity. I also want to bring up one more thing. Let's say an even simpler way is let's say you're hanging out with a group of friends that you don't really like to hang out with. You just hang out with them because you you kind of want them to like you. It's like your little clique. And if you end up saying yes to a lot of things you don't want to say yes to just to impress the other people, you may have an insecurity. You may be insecure about the way other people think of yeah. you. And in, in an easy way to get past that is just think of yourself as your best friend. That's a good point. Like... Let yourself tell you who you want to be, what you are. Are you cool? Are you not cool? Whatever you right. want. You can be whatever you want. It's 2020, guys. Um, and especially with the, with the internet being so strong, where um, we have opportunities here to overcome insecurities that no other generation had. Absolutely no other generation had. Where we have all of this data on this internet, right? And this is how we're supposed to, this is how we create this podcast because we have all of this data on our fingertips and we could study and, and accumulate and reach out to people and, and gather thoughts where you could do the exact same thing, right? If you have, if you figure it out that you have an insecurity about uh, acne, right? All right. Yeah. It's yeah. a basic one. Yeah. It's a very, very common, common one. one. There are ways to overcome that. If, if it's you overcoming your thoughts, there's ways to overcome that. If it's and trust me, you don't have to spend three hundred dollars on products to make yourself yeah, look better. If, if that's something you want to do, though, if that's something you want to do, though, you could do that. And it's as it's as simple as that. It's it's all about persistence and and making up your mind in regards to where you want to be and how you want to get there. In regards to insecurities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Second, second to that also is that you also have to accept yourself for who you are. You can't pull up a fake persona and, and expect to live with that your whole life. Where you are who you are, and once you accept yourself, the people around you are forced to accept yourself as well. Or they just can't be around you. And that's another great way of seeing uh, how to overcome insecurities. That's great. That's great. Awesome. Um, I do want to add just one more thing on this topic. If you guys want to, and if you want to feel comfortable talking to somebody, you don't know who to talk to, you feel like you can talk to us, you can always DM us on Instagram, and we will try to get back to you as soon as possible. We will give you all our support. We'll try to help you out any way we can. We'll try to link you with a professional We'll do anything we can to help you out. Right. 100%. We'll do anything in our power to help our, our viewers, like Danny was saying. Um, but on our side, um, to close off, again, insecurities could be a crushing thing in somebody's life, no matter what the insecurity is. There are ways where you can overcome it. Um, and there's, yes, there's ways where you could... Um, get out of your insecurity. And one of those ways, again, I want to stress on how important, how important it is to accept yourself before others could accept you. Because that comes with confidence 
and that comes with um, uh, showing to people that um, you're working on yourself and and people tend to flock with people that are positive and upbeat and want to uh, improve themselves and also the people around them's lives. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but like Danny was saying, again, um, we want to make this a very, very, very uh, meaningful podcast. Not just us two having a conversation one-on-one, but um, with everyone kind of jumping in because we love to answer questions. And this is a new journey, and we don't want this to leave it out of the podcast. We do want to make this a movement. So, again, we do have an Instagram handle. If you just look up Generation Motivation Podcast or a Twitter handle, you could DM us there. And uh, we'll do our best to get through everybody and answer questions as, as we can. And if you need motivation to talk to us, just remember there's nothing worse than being a 120-pound paperweight. <laughs> uh, take take it from me. Guys. If I could get through that point in my life, you could get through anything and i mean anything yeah because i can imagine he was dead crying when he got home because the girl he had a crush on looked at him like he was a floater. um it wasn't you know what it wasn't nearly like even a crush it was just like the way she looked at me like, like it was ooh, one of those it was one of those la. things where you know when somebody holds in their laugh but doesn't laugh and it kind of just changes the subject and then i was just like god <laughs> I wonder how other people look at me too. Um, and that's where I messed oh up Lord. on because I thought about others before I thought about myself. But do you like the transformation that you've done to your body yeah, right now? Definitely. So as a, do you feel much more comfortable? Do you feel much confident? Would you be able to get up on stage, look at everyone and be like, you know what? This is how I did it. This is how you're going to do it. This is how we're all yeah, going to do it. Definitely. I'm about one, 165, 170 pounds of, uh, not raw raw muscle. muscle. I've seen this man. I've it's seen a, this man. It's cooked muscle. It's cooked. It's like a eight, it's, it's like it's an eighty cooked. twenty percent fat. You know, like if I was a burger, I'd be an eighty twenty. You mean eighty, 80 twenty? Lean. Not that extra lean. lean. I'm talking about bison cut though. Bison cut straight from the farm. Um, man. All right, Danny. So, so um, again, ending the episode. We always want to intro the next episode on what this subject is going to be, Danny. What And what is that subject going to be? That subject is going to be mental health. Mental health. health. Um, again, another big one where uh, this is a um, relevant. It's another dream crusher. It's another dream crusher it where it, it really could affect people. Um, both of these combined, right? If you have both of these, mental health and... Um, and insecurity you're on a it's on a it's a it's a hard path but again that's why this podcast is here to help you out as much as we can get you past it um get you to those goals and find your passions and and we're growing and we hope that you grow with us as well so danny what do you think we'll catch on friday yes sir we will all right you know what to do hey danny run that outro yes sir